Amen. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to the Blush Podcast. My name is Ashley. My name is Tom. And this week we have a special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself, Grace? Uh, hi, yeah. My name is Grace O'Hanlon, and I'm just a first-year student at FIT. Awesome. Um, so you're a writer now for Blush. Um, can you tell us a little bit about like your experiences with writing and like what draws you to like just writing in general, writing for publications, um, and things like that? Yeah, sure. Um, so in high school, like I you know, wrote for, like, the little newspaper and, like, things like that. Uh, I also took, like, a part-time job writing obituaries for a funeral home. (laughs) So that's, it's a weird start, but that's kind of how I began my writing journey. I've always been a huge reader, um, Mm -hmm. and so I've, I've taken creative writing classes, and it's just always been a passion of mine, something I've always been interested in. Um, I, I'm not sure if I want to pursue journalism in the future, but it's definitely something I would, um, consider. I am an FBM major, so... Um, I'm definitely more interested on the business side of the fashion industry, but I would love to be a journalism, even as just like a side job. But yeah, so I um, <laughs> I was um, looking on Instagram. I was mm-hmm. trying to get involved in like certain clubs and activities at FIT. And so I was like on Blush's Instagram and I noticed that they were taking applications and it was mm-hmm. due like at midnight that night. I was like looking at the post. Oh my God. <laughs> so I was like, oh goodness. So I had to write up like three angles Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up uh, emailing editor-in-chief and I was like, hey, like, uh, I, I'm a first year, like, I really want to get involved. Mm-hmm. Is there any way I can just, like, like, if you can give me some more information? So she yeah. sent me, like, this whole PowerPoint. I was like, oh, thank God I emailed oh. her. And it just, like, told me basically everything I need to know. And I obviously missed a meeting, but um, <laughs> it was fine. So I just chose three articles I was interested in. I kind of wanted to write for culture, just, like, something I, I, I enjoy writing about. Mm-hmm. And so I, I forget the other two... Um, articles. I, I think one was about um, like being scared of like um, like secondhand embarrassment mm. and like the effects on that. And I was like, that's kind of a cool one. Um, so I kind of wrote an angle on that one. I uh, the other one was about like music genres and like subgenres, which I thought was really cool. And then I I also wrote about spoken word and so I waited like a week and I was like they're definitely not gonna choose me <laughs> like this was so last Aww. minute I wrote like a cover letter I was like I actually like saw these angles like this morning at like 10 a.m. I wrote them like three hours like, I had a class so I was like you know what like maybe I'll get it maybe I won't no big mm-hmm. deal um Rebecca emailed me back she's editor-in-chief for culture and she was like yeah like uh we want you to do spoken word so yeah, that's kind of how it happened. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, have you, like, learned anything, like, along the way? Like, going into, like, writing about this, did you have, like, a ton of experience with it in the past? Um, speci- I've never written for a magazine, so that was something new. Like, I've, I, I've written, like, for writing competitions. Like, you'll know, like, uh, like there's, like, those, like, scholastic scholarship mm-hmm. things. Like, you know, like, those, like, little things in high school. Um, I've done, like, some, like, journalism, like, newspaper but I've never, like, written for a magazine, so this was a whole new experience for me because yeah. I know it's kind of a different target market mm-hmm. if you're thinking about it, like, that way. It's a whole, like, different audience that you're trying yeah. to reach. So it was a learning process. I had to, like, learn some terminology. Um, mm-hmm. Like, some things I was just, I was, like, had to do a quick Google search, like, wait, what does this mean? Like, <laughs> what are they trying to critique me on? Like, I got to I gotta think of that. And just, like, making my writing more casual. Yeah. I feel like before this, my writing was always extremely academic and professional, so... I had to kind of 
not like dumb myself down, but like kind of like, you know, like, like just you're talking to a yes, yes, right. Be yeah. a little bit more inviting, be like a little bit more, you know, casual with my writing style. So that was definitely something I had to work on. Yeah. And like in my experience, so I wrote for Blush, um, like in fashion once, like a couple years ago. Mm. Um, and I think one of the biggest tips that they gave me was like almost like asking your audience questions, like talking about things as if they were your friend, like you said, um, and just like being more like thoughtful as opposed to like trying to explain like this huge idea. It was more like, like how can you connect with people? Mm, um, yeah. And so like how as a for like researching this and like going about it, you mentioned, um, like we talked about this a little bit, but you mentioned that you went to Oh, yeah, I, I, I went, so I was, did a quick Google search, I was like, okay, the only way I'm ever going to be able to write about spoken word, like, I'm not necessarily a poet myself, so I was like, I gotta experience this firsthand, and actually, when, like, we started talking about, like, what our angles were gonna be, like, more specifically, um, Peyton was like, yeah, you need to go, like, this is not, like, a suggestion, like, you need to go and see some, like, live for yourself, so mm -hmm. I did some research, uh, and I figured like out like about this KGB bar. Mm -hmm. It's basically it's a really cool place. It's like communist themed. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> so I like I actually took a friend with me, and we get there, and there's like this movie set going on like right mm. in front of the door. So I was like, this is weird. Mm -hmm. This is strange. Like I have no idea where I am. You know, mm -hmm. it was in East Village. It's really oh, cool. You guys should check it out if you want. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely an East Village um, place. And I just mm -hmm. get up there. And there's like a huge staircase, and there's just like these like red like velvet like mm -hmm. curtains block I like had like a lot of descriptors in my article too like it was blocking out all the light from the outside world mm -hmm. like keeping it so um closed off from everything else and there was just like all these writers and poets and uh -huh. um like you know critics and people who were just old friends students professors they're all just here together like in this one room and there was like this little like um kind of old-fashioned speaker just playing some like old rock music oh and everyone God. was like drinking red wine booze and I just kind of sat in the corner just like kind of watched the play go on you know mm -hmm. I was just like took my little like notebook I was recording things interviewed a couple people that were really cool interviews and I just sat and listened and it was it was really powerful yeah you know, that's really that's, cool that's it really, really shows cool. that like sense of community how there's like so many different people like mm. students professors writers poets just like connecting on this like level yeah it's like it's just a different experience especially like outside of school yeah. I know um like me and Naw, so I, I'm taking a poetry class right now but I know Naw, you mentioned that you were interested and you wanted to take it and you you registered for a class yeah, next semester right, yeah um, poetry writing <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah so I feel like um, going into something like that, you wouldn't necessarily have like a lot of experience but I feel like I mean has your interest in poetry and spoken word and performance like has that changed since oh, you yeah, were in it? Totally. Like I, I never realized like the general scheme that like mm. this like like spoken word consists of so many different performative poetries. Like you think like you think like slam poetry, but it's so right. much more than that. It's literally just taking like your own words and it's something that you have to like uh, it's something that's so powerful it can't just be written down. Like it has to be said aloud and I think that's the most important right. thing about spoken word is that like so I just I've gained such like a um appreciation for it and so I follow some poets now and you know I'm just like trying to like find new places like, it's also yeah. addictive like I'm like I love this so much I don't know if I'd personally be able to ever write some mm -hmm. um I definitely am more of like a um on the paper type of writer I, I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I'd be able to perform it it's almost mm -hmm. like an art you know um but I've definitely um gained an appreciation for it so 
Uh, I'm also taking the uncanny. It's like the, oh my god, oh, English course. Yeah, yeah, so that was kind of partly because I was like, you know, I kind of want like learn some more about writing. And yeah, that's. I just, you know, I love it, and so I, I'm in the honors program, so I was like, you know, I need to like take an honors class, so I chose that one. So no, that's really cool. Like I was really interested in that class. Um, yeah. I mean, it's so funny though because I'm I'm a senior. Um, we didn't mention this, but you you're a freshman. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I, I am a freshman. Um, so no, I mean definitely like take as many classes as you can. Um, especially like if you're interested in writing, like and they're offering mm-hmm. like really. Um, like unique writing classes and like yeah oh, definitely yeah. um that's just awesome and like I feel like maybe your experience with like writing and just like art in general is kind of like segued into this different place because I feel like poetry is kind of an interesting like like niche within like writing and also art um which is so interesting because I I wrote a lot of poetry in high school um and I didn't start like getting back into it until like a couple years ago but now I seem to like write almost every day um like slam poetry was something like a whole unit that we did in high school Mm -hmm. and it's just like really exciting to that I maybe there's like a place for that for me now I mean obviously I don't think I go into poetry as like a (laughs) career or anything you could do a little hobby a little hobby a little side thing and like this is so cool because I feel like a lot of people might not consider this as like either like a form of entertainment or like just a form of like learning but yeah no I definitely would recommend checking these out can you do you remember the name of the bar that you went to yeah it was called the kgb oh the kgb yeah, okay like, yeah. there's also a place called it's a event called poetry please they mm-hmm. have events once a month and if you are a poc it's mostly poc writers mm-hmm. and i feel like um what was the segments that they were talking about or the topics like um the- so the poet that i uh, uh, like enjoyed the most uh, his name is david baker he's actually a professor at Devonson university okay. uh he's he's really cool he's a poet he, he's written books he's also does, does performative poetry mm-hmm. and so he kind of segued his whole performance with um the topic of like mass shootings mm-hmm. which was and obviously and there's this one point where like and he was like with like his hands he would always like move them and like his like voice would like fluctuate between like being really deep when it was like mm-hmm. super serious and he would take like these very intricate pauses to kind of get his point across which I I, right. I wrote all of that down because I was like that's just so powerful like that just screams spoken word to me because he's he's making like himself like the art itself you know right what I mean? so yeah. he it's not just the words in the paper like it's something that's so important it had to be said aloud like the way that he said it had such more of an impact than if you just you know like read something online mm-hmm. or if you read a book so um it, that was definitely it was very deep and uh, at one point actually the like room was like silent after mm-hmm. like he like said the poem about mass shootings and specifically school shootings for like his first poem Mm -hmm. and like the room like kind of started like snap and clap a little bit and he literally stopped them he was like no like you need to be silent like this is very important Mm -hmm. like it's very important that you're silent now Mm -hmm. and like that kind of also just like it was like a slam (laughs) I was like wow that that is like super powerful like that um really like got his point across and made everyone think and so yeah. I think it's really important because it shows how powerful of this like that it can be yeah it's mm-hmm. all about the cadence I feel yeah, like definitely like, the tone of voice I feel like you really can it's like music oh yeah you're listening to that mm-hmm. song that you love so much like obviously right you're gonna keep that and um, in like smaller venues like this it's really it's a different experience than if you were to like listen to it like I mean they can record 
their work and post it like wherever and there's a lot of um, like poets on TikTok who you can like listen to them over and over but it's interesting because every experience that you have is going to be unique and like you can't replicate like he I mean the audience is going to be different the venue is going to be different like everything is going to change um and there's a sense of intimacy there. Too. Yeah, definitely. definitely was. Like, it was like a, a kind of conversation one-on-one, even though you're speaking to a room full of people. Yeah, and it's so cool because, like, your experience as, like, you felt it is going to be, like, you can't replicate that even if you were, like, as you were speaking it to us and, like, mm-hmm. writing about it, you can't really replicate that. Like, that's something that... It's definitely something, something like, 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 if you guys are interested, like, you need to go out and see that. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I um, recently, like, it's related, but perhaps off topic. I uh, wrote a paper for my music class on like a live music event that I went to Mm -hmm. um, at this venue near my apartment. It's called the Owl Music Parlor. And it's basically just like really small, like up and coming artists, like based usually out of New York. Um, And it's like a really small intimate stage. It can usually only fit like 40 people at the most. Um, It's like just a really unique experience. So like, I mean, if you're thinking about things to do in New York, I would really recommend like small, intimate venues um and they're usually like way more affordable too oh mm-hmm. for sure so and it's just like i mean take advantage of new york like eventbrite eventbrite <laughs> was my best friend <laughs> it's still my best friend like there's so many mm-hmm. events off eventbrite mm-hmm. an event this past weekend called the the other art fair mm-hmm. um and they give free gin cocktails like, yeah <laughs> oh? yes if you were if you were 21 yes and up, up. Please or you can indulge. still go checking out like smaller like indie mm-hmm. coming artists and like just any events in New York is definitely important um and I was interested so you talked about um so like David Baker's like perspective on everything mm-hmm. so you mentioned that he's like a professor like oh, is yes. he like was he like young like what like because I feel oh, like no, he was definitely like middle-aged interesting like, you um, know but he was it was really cool uh so actually some of his students were there too oh cool and so they were kind of like oh my gosh like you did amazing <laughs> and they clapped him like on the back and he was just like yeah oh <laughs> it was it was kind of adorable and he had like some friends there of course and then he was with um Kathy Fagan that was the other poet and she I think she's more of like a written written mm-hmm. word like she has published so many poetry books but it was really interesting to see like how she performed them um, but she was also, I didn't really mention her in my article that much, but she was also really cool. Um, I, yeah, definitely worth the read or it, she definitely has some videos on YouTube. I know David Baker does. I watched like all of them <laughs> for research purposes, but, um, yeah, no, they're both, they're both very acclaimed. So. Yeah. No, awesome. But for the people who don't know, what is spoken word? Let's <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're for I mean, That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken word is literally just um, performative poetry. It can be anything. It can be slam poetry. It can be poetry written and that you just want to uh, kind of perform uh, for a live audience. It can be theatrical. It's something that you um, you kind of have to manipulate the tone of your voice, the movement of your hands, the um, fluctuation, the kind of your tone, your general mood, and everything just kind of 
display the words that you want to your audience and um, in the way you want, in the context you want. So mm -hmm. that's basically what it is. Like it's just taking words and saying them out loud in a way that evokes emotion. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you didn't get from our basically our cold open here, was, yeah. uh, I mean, <laughs> that was a great uh, explanation. Of I, it, but yeah. yeah, I mean. Um, as for like how it relates to us specifically, do you feel like there's been like a resurgence of like and um, like new popularity in spoken word just because of like how our generation perceives like art and like talking about our feelings and expressing ourselves? I think that definitely like it, it was extremely popular in the 90s <laughs> and uh, like obviously it, um, it came from the Harlem Renaissance and in black communities in Chicago and New York and that's kind of where spoken word really took off like obviously it has its roots in you know Greek culture Roman mm -hmm. culture but obviously like the modern spoken word originated in black communities Chicago New York and it's definitely I think it's had some sort of a resurgence with like like you said earlier TikTok and um, just people posting videos of them um, themselves and I think reading and writing in general has kind of had a resurgence in the past year maybe thanks to COVID I'm not sure it's like that type of art mm -hmm. form like people are more focused on journalism and finding like their inner peace and um just writing reading and I think poetry definitely has a hand in that so right. I definitely think there is a resurgence of it um currently and I think it's important to take a look of how we can kind of use this to make our voices heard that's awesome I mean is there anybody like who has really evoked like a connection for you? Like, is there anybody that you can think of that you really connected with? Like any spoken word poet specifically or any works that you were really drawn to that you um, want to highlight? I did mention this one TikTok artist. Um, she She's actually like a poet. I, I honestly, I, it's in my article. I don't know if I want to like, spend, yeah, no, like, definitely. You know, like, spoil everything. But mm -hmm. if you read my article, like, I, I definitely mentioned her. She's probably one of the most prominent poets on mm -hmm. like social media. And she, she has some incredible work. So you definitely want to read my little conclusion <laughs> and uh, check her out. She's amazing. That's she awesome. talks a lot about breakups too mm -hmm. and uh, EDs and it, mm -hmm. it's really powerful. What advice? do you have for like people who want to get involved in this aspect? I think definitely you just have to go see it for yourself. I mm -hmm. think you gotta, you know, go on a bed, right? <laughs> find some, find some um, poetry, like bars, like there's definitely like open mic poetry all the time. Like you, like, you see these events in like Brooklyn, people yeah. just like, uh, it doesn't have to be professionals. It can be literally anyone that just writes poetry. And then that's, that's kind of how I would get involved, like mm -hmm. taking that inspiration from people who kind of know what they're doing or don't know what they're doing and like kind of like how they're developing. Um, reading poetry, I think is definitely helpful. Kind of finding like what interests you, um, like what you care about. I feel like what like problems you're facing in your world, like you can definitely kind of vent about that. Mm -hmm. A lot of spoken word poets say that it's like one of the best forms of like art because it's such a like therapeutic healing. Mm -hmm, yeah. It's a way to really just like write what you're saying, but not just write it down, but also like explore like your inner emotions and mm -hmm. how you want to portray it to like the mm -hmm. audience. And it can it can be really healing because like it's almost like a shield. Like kind of like yeah. you know like like uh like thespians will talk about how like they kind of become that character on stage yeah. when they're like performing. And it's it's kind of like a break from that like stress. Like people like spoken word poets will talk about like I said earlier, EDs, breakups, racism, sexism, mm -hmm. like these really like 
issue, like these really core issues in people's lives. So I think it's definitely like kind of like a break from that. It's a way to express yourself. It's so anyone who like feels like, oh, like I could potentially do this. Like I could, mm-hmm. I kind of want to explore that side of myself. Like I mm-hmm. think, I think anyone has the potential to become a poet or spoken word poet. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we all have the capacity for like greater exploration of our emotions yeah. and whether that, whether or not that's an art form or just like, you know, learning about yourself. I think yeah. that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's awesome. Um, so can you tell us when your article is out in the world, when yes. we can all read it? Because I'm looking forward to this. I really want to read this. Well, I, I think Blush just, uh, they were finishing up their photo shoots the other day because they kind of do like, the whole writing sections mm-hmm. before, so they have to have the articles done. Like, I finished my article, I think, like, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I submitted that. Like, I think I did, like, five drafts, four drafts total. Um, worked with the editors, so that that part of it's done. So <laughs> it's not currently in the works anymore. But they kind of just finished up the photo shoot, so I think the actual publication date is um, early November. So it'll be like two weeks probably. That's so exciting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming yes. on and telling us about this. This is awesome, inspiring me to <laughs> do a little more reading, maybe perform the things. I know because <laughs> I I write a lot of things, but I just don't share them with anybody because yeah. I'm afraid. But like, this will be yeah, a lesson. Oh, thank it you. Could be small stage <laughs> maybe maybe just like right here maybe yeah. like on your coffee table i would love to hear it please. oh okay for sure totally yes. Yes. maybe a little maybe a little afterwards yeah and anyways um <laughs> well thank you again so much thank grace appreciate yes, it great. um and thank you guys for listening um stay tuned for some other fun episodes we'll have more guest writers on mm-hmm. to explore their articles and get excited for the Blush Magazine release of fall 2022. All right. Well, thank you guys so much, and I hope you guys have a great week. Bye.